Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it absolutely is. Hello, Canada. Hello, Canadian sports fans around the world, and specifically in the United States of America. America. I'm just tweeting the program, uh, Moose, so don't mind me. I'm not ignoring you. I feel like today's show, this Flame Tech Football Friday, is going to be spicy. And we're coming to you live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, the stage bar specifically, and there he is on camera, the uh, affable, lovable, and cute Darren Moose Dupont. How you doing? Cute. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. That's, thank you. It's our last day at Grey Eagle, and I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. A nice young lady that was running around with a coffee cart here. I told her this was our last day, and she said, we're going to miss you. And I said, we're going to miss you, too. She goes, it's just been so much fun having you guys here. But I can guarantee you, as my mom would say, I can guarantee you we will be back. Yeah. Have to. Yeah, soon. No, I know that for a fact. Were you not part of that discussion last night? Of course I was. Yeah, we're not happy that uh, it's our last day, but we are coming back. But we're at a... We were in the, what do you call it, executive suite? The what penthouse. The penthouse last night here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. I am expanding my horizons. Our guy Sheldon, you've heard us talk about Sheldon, the, one of the biggest reasons why we're here. He pretty much begged us to take in a portion of this Kaleo concert last night. Has anybody heard of this guy, Kaleo? I, turns out I'm the idiot. Uh, he's far more popular than most people that even I know. This guy's good. Really good. They really the second he opened his mouth and started singing last night, I shot Moose at glancing and went, what a voice. Kaleo, remember the name. But I we're here to like talk football, it. and we're all, yeah, and we're all very excited that the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson, is going to be with us here right at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And it's, it's interesting, Moose was saying before this, just before we went there, just think, man, you got John Huffnagel and Dave Dickinson on the show. Live, I said, we haven't had Dickie yet. <laughs> to which I said, you think he's not going to show up? You just never know. Dickie and I have had a long, contentious relationship. I'd like to think that we're over it. We're going to find out today. Yeah. And we're going to get into It's a Flame Tech football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. We'll get into this CFL, CBA stuff. But it's pretty distasteful what's been going around in the CFL the last 24 hours. And I'd like to prefer to keep it positive. And for instance... My brother ran a junior hockey team in Great Falls, America for several years in the decade of the 90s. That's the hometown of Dave Dickinson, Craig Dickinson, Ryan Leaf, Brock Sunderland, Brock's dad, which I can't remember his name. Some of you football people tell me what Brock's dad's name is because 
He's the legend. He's an NFL scouting legend. I want to find out from Dickey, D. Dickey, why Great Falls, Montana is the football capital of the Midwest. Yeah. Or, or Western United States. It, this, that, that's it. I want to get into some of the fun stuff and introduce us all a little more to Dave Dickinson because we've only seen the guy entering the Hall of Fame as a quarterback or on the sidelines as the head coach of the Stampeders. How much do you really know about Dave Dickinson? I know. Not a or, lot. Or me. Right. Not a lot. So he's coming up an hour two, and he's the only live guest today, and I'm very much looking forward to it. And obviously we're going to dabble a little bit into the CBA stuff, but I have been around these coaches long enough in all sports to know that their answer would be, I just coach who's on the field. He's not getting into this, I wouldn't think. Or, or do you think that he would? No, you know, he just has to prepare for the season. And he'll, yeah. that'll be the answer, I'm sure. You know, we're just preparing for the season as if we're ready to go for training camp. If, if, if there's a stoppage, then we'll deal with that when it happens. But right now, we're preparing for the season. And, and by the way, this is the warm-up where we cover all sports and then the next hour and 40 minutes will be 100% football if we're led that way by you viewers. But, the, but here's the thing. Darren Workman chimes in. Good morning. Good Friday morning from Salt Lake City. Love football Fridays. As far as CFL getting rid of the ratio, not happening. From Don, our Navy friend. Damn it, CFL, CFLPA, stop it with a drama, please. From BW in Edmonton, maybe we should have former CFL commissioners on to hear their thoughts. From Jeff, the Stams fan, there won't be a work stoppage in the CFL. This is all part of the process. So, as I said to Darren, again, before we went to air, I'm like, there's a lot of really good stuff flying around Twitter this morning. Like, like good stuff. Not bitter, not sarcastic, just good stuff. But we'll get into that because there's a lot more going on than just the CFL. So, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director? Thank you. And as I look at tonight's schedule, by the way, just so you all know, here's I think I here's all the leagues that are playing tonight. Okay. That I've written down. There's far more that I didn't. NHL, MLB, NBA, WHL, SJHL, AJHL, MJHL, NLL, CPL. I'm sure MLS. So it's like while you guys are dilly dallying around, as Wayne Rogers would say from Milestone Saskatchewan, while you're dilly dallying, we're out here playing. Get your shit together, CFL. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, Thursday's NHL leftovers. Goaltender Jake Ottinger's 29-save shutout led the Dallas Stars to a 2-0 win over the Calgary Flames to even their playoff series 1-1. Joe Pavelski and Michael Raffel added an empty net goal for the Stars. Pavelski scored. Raffel had the empty netter. The best of seven series is now 1-1. Kale McCarr, which a lot of folks in Calgary will let you know, is from Calgary. Kale McCarr, he scored 831 into overtime. Darcy Kemper made 25 saves. And the Colorado Avalanche beat the Nashville Predators 2-1 Thursday night to take a 2-0 lead in the first-round playoff series. McCarr got the rebound in the middle of the offensive zone and blasted the puck right on target, just like he did all night, because Moose... His 12 shots on goal were a new franchise record last night. Unbelievable. Kale Unbelievable. He's a defenseman. It's, it's his mind How does boggling. that happen? It, no, the, the offensive stars, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Matthews, they're not doing that. No. I had a guy DM me, and I'd have to go into my DMs to find out who it was, but he's like, hey, Rod, is this the first time in history two Saskatoon-born goaltenders go head-to-head in the Stanley Cup playoffs? I'm like, I don't know. What do I look like, Wikipedia? And they're wrong. I found out half the time anyways. But it was Connor Ingram for Nashville, Darcy Kemper for Colorado. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But I'm like, I'm in my room before we went to the party. And I'm, uh, I'm going, 
Cam Ward, and who else? Who else would it be? I know. Braden Holpe, born in Lloydminster. Tim Shevelday played for the Blades, born in Melville. Like, probably, I was going to say that for the Saskies and the Saskatoon yeah. people. First time two Saskatoon-born goalies went head-to-head in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is not small. It's not a small thing. Not at all. Yeah. That's really big and big for that province. And they just continue to churn out high-quality NHL players. It's unbelievable. Uh, the guy's name is Jeff Malin that wrote me that, by the way. Jeff Malin. Good hockey guy. Oh, I know him. He owns a Dairy Queen in Saskatoon. We love Dairy Queen. <laughs> That's the one right across from Griffith Stadium. I've been there. He's given me free blizzards. To Sunrise, Florida, Alexander Barkov and Carter Verhage each had a goal and an assist, and the Florida Panthers beat the Washington Capitals 5-1 Thursday night to even that series 1-1. Aaron Ekblad, Anton Lundell, and Mason Marchment also scored for Florida. Bob stopped 26 shots. The boys said afterwards that Bob held us in the game. The Lamborghini was a healthy scratch, Ryan Lomberg. What? I know. He seems like he's made for the playoffs. Clearly, they didn't like the way he played in uh, game one. And they won, so don't expect to see him in game three. Nostradamus here. <laughs> Nicholas Backstrom scored for Washington. Vitek Vanacek gave up five goals on 19 shots in the first two periods. Ilya Samsonov went into the Caps net for the third. In New York, Artemi Panarin and Frank the Tank Vetrano each had a goal and two assists, and New York beat Pittsburgh 5-2 in game two of that series. Uh, any thoughts? Um, you and I were watching from the penthouse here at Grey Eagle and when uh, Shesterkin went down like he'd been shot by a sniper. And it's that whole, I don't like anybody diving. I don't like anybody diving ever. It, you want to talk about damaging the integrity of the game? Because when you're watching it, full, there was a party going on in the penthouse. But let's be honest, you know me, I'm, I'm watching the hockey game. First glance... It looked like he, he might have been killed. You could have charged the Pittsburgh forward with attempted murder. He wasn't moving. I was really worried. At, at first glance, full speed. <gasps> Somebody get the ambulance. Then they slow it down frame by frame. It's like he stepped into the Pittsburgh forward. He brushed him. And it's uh, two-minute minor, I believe. Come on, goalies. Have a little respect for yourselves. He, he's on the ice. And I'm like, oh, my God, New York's cup hopes are dead. And I went to get some carrot sticks and chicken fingers from the. And I came back and I said, I think I turned to you and I said, "Wait, he's staying in the game." I know. Right? I know. It looked like he was going to die. But the night before, did you see the dive that Mike Smith had when no, he got of hit? Course. And then he flopped back. Like it's just they they joked about it on the air too because it was a bad flop. I did stop diving, you guys. It's embarrassing. Although, as somebody wrote me on Twitter because I put that on Twitter and had some great responses, they're like, as long as the refs are going to keep calling it, they're going to keep diving. Fair? Yeah, I guess. It takes away from my enjoyment of the Stanley Cup playoffs, though. It does. So, <clears throat> goalies stop diving. Point two, if three-time Stanley Cup winner Joel Quenville is looking to return to coaching next season, he hasn't told NHL Commissioner Gary Batman of that plan. And Batman would certainly be in the loop on that news. Quenville resigned as Florida's coach in October when specifics of how the Chicago Blackhawks mishandled allegations that a player was sexually abused by an assistant coach there in 2010. Q was the coach of the Blackhawks at the time. Part of the NHL imposed conditions surrounding any plan Quenville has to return to the league. If he chooses to do so, we'll have to go through Batman. 
So far, Quenville hasn't asked for such a meeting. Bettman said last night in Sunrise, Florida, there's nothing currently happening with Joel. And if and when there's a real conversation to be had, then I'll focus on it at that time. Bettman, who has been making the rounds of NHL playoff cities now that the postseason has started, was at Florida for Game 2 last night. I feel like I'm getting Gary's sloppy seconds everywhere. You're following behind Calgary. I'm going to be at Game 5, Panthers, Capitals next week. And by then, Gary will be gone to his next thing. Anyways, that's the news on Quenville. Um, to baseball, rookie Ste- uh, point three, rookie Stephen Kwan hit his first big league homer, and Adam Savali picked up his first win of the season as the Cleveland Guardians rallied to beat the Blue Jays 6-5. Tirana had a 2-0 lead in the third until Kwan ripped the two-run shot, sparking a scoring burst that gave Cleveland a 6-2 lead. Pause for the cause. Tough tribe for men. Proud partners of the RP Show that contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants. Traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits, we are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com, and Amazon Canada. If you like our hair, that's why. If you like how it smells, that's also why. It smells like peppermint. Amazing. What else would you want? It's what other smell would you want? Bouquet of flowers, as you mentioned. They don't, they don't sell that. Tommy. Tommy Wielden Jr.'s <laughs> hair smells like a bouquet of flowers. Okay, I got you there. Um, listen, I feel like the CFL talk, it was, it's point four, but I want to just slip this in because I feel like the CFL talk is going to take over in the next segment. So let me read this, which was my point five. Dallas Cowboys owner Jarrah Jones was, quote, home and fine on Thursday, one day after being involved in a traffic accident in Dallas. Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, and an executive vice president for the Cowboys, updated his father's condition to the media. Citing unidentified police sources, Dallas TV station WFAA reported that Jerry Jones, 79, was involved in a car crash Wednesday night near downtown Dallas. The station reported emergency crews were summoned. This is not a small thing. And Jones sustained minor injuries. A Dallas police spokesman told the AP, Associated Press, the department doesn't release names of individuals involved in vehicle crashes unless there's a fatality. The spokesman confirmed there was a two-vehicle crash but didn't offer any details. The crash involving Jones was the latest in a tumultuous offseason for the Dallas Cowboys. You want to talk drama? Come on down to Dallas. We got more drama than days of our lives. An ESPN report in February revealed the club paid a $2.4 million settlement to four Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders over allegations of voyeurism against a public relations director who retired a few weeks before the report. The guy was filming in their locker room. And the Cowboys also are awaiting a Dallas police investigation into a fatal drive-by shooting in which cornerback Joseph's attorney said the second-year player was unarmed and found himself in a situation that escalated without his knowledge or consent. Right? Wrong place, wrong time. Not my fault. Right. Who are you talking <laughs> King of it right here. <clears throat> you BS your friends. I'll BS mine, but let's not BS each other. Right? Yeah. Uh, a junior hockey thing I just want to say. SGHL's Game 7 goes tonight in Estevan. Affinity Place is going to be rocking Game 7. Flynn Flon Bombers at Estevan Bruins. But both teams are going to the Centennial Cup, and we'll see them there in two weeks' time. 
AJHL game five tonight. Spruce Grove at Brooks. The Bandits can end it and move on with a home win tonight. Move on to the Centennial Cup at Estevan. MJ tonight, game five. Dauphin at Steinbach. That best of sevens tied 2-2. Winner goes to Estevan for the Centennial Cup. Two dub series open tonight. Moose Jaw Warriors. The Moose Jaw Warriors at Winnipeg and uh, Vancouver at Kamloops. So there's your junior hockey stuff. And just a little teaser for you to keep you coming back. And it's not good news. Talks between the CFL and the CFL Players Association have reached an impasse with just nine days to go until the expiration of the current CBA. According to a report from the Edmonton Journal's Dan Barnes, he writes, negotiations between the CFLPA and Players Association on a new CBA have hit a wall. According to a source, the two sides worked well into Wednesday night during a marathon bargaining session in Toronto, met as well on Thursday, scheduled to speak again next week. It's believed the two sides are no longer involved in the interest-based negotiating phase that had facilitated agreements on several issues. It's believed there are less than a handful of major issues remaining for the two sides to tackle. They include the level of the salary cap, which we're being told won't go up for 10 years. That's what the owners would like. Uh, They apparently want to get completely rid of the Canadian ratio. Get rid of it. Abolish it entirely. That's what we hear from Three Down. So when we come back, and for the rest of this show, we're going to get into all of that, hopefully look ahead to training camps, some NFL stuff, and Dave Dickinson is going to be joining us live here at Great Eagle. So we'll be right back. This is the warm-up. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and you are watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be, especially... May 28th, Jeff Foxworthy, the largest selling comedy recording artist in history, a multiple Grammy Award nominee and best-selling author of more than 26 books, brings his brand new The Good Old Days Tour to Calgary, May 28th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. I feel like I would cut off a limb to get there. I'm a big Jeff Foxworthy fan. He's also the spokesperson for Golden Golden Corral. Did you know that? I did not. America's finest buffet. He would know. Which it is. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, before we delve into the football talk here, and I'm certainly not avoiding it, but we, it is our last night at Gray Eagle. We'll be back in some week's time, but we're trying to decide what we're going to do. We got the Roughnecks home tonight in a playoff game. The Colorado Mammoth are in town at the Saddle Dome. Hope they got it cleaned up from last night. Flames game. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. The Cavalry are on the road to Edmonton, my favorite soccer team. See how I've changed? Uh, what else? Well, you're talking about going out to the mountains and maybe finding a place to watch the Leafs game. Of. There's a lot going on. I know. There's a lot going on in this town. And then we thought, you know, one last buffet. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. You want, you want to go check and see what's on the buffet tonight? I kind of Later? Do. Yeah. Okay. I think it's prime rib tonight. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Uh, rock star of the day on Thursday was Cheryl Bernard, Olympic silver medalist broadcaster, curling great Cheryl Bernard. I think Dave Dickinson's going to be the rock star of the day today. It's brought to you by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. <clears throat> so let's get into it. 
Tell your friends that it's all football the rest of the way. Ball for all. CFL training camps, by my count, are to, are to open in 10 days. I'm finding this all very confusing. And just to go backwards here, because I do everything back-asswards, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, do you anticipate a work stoppage in the CFL this year? Capital Automall with dealerships across the prairies. Last I looked, most over 70% of people saying, no, they don't expect a work stoppage. And I see Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, has written in here, and he says this is all posturing. This is all negotiation posturing. We know neither side can afford a stoppage, and in bargaining and bartering, you got to start somewhere. I guess, but I'm not here for it. Not this crap at all. And it's why it's confusing to me is you got the dog's breakfast in Saskatoon on Thursday. 1,500 uh, patrons at the fundraising dinner for the University of Saskatchewan Huskies football program. Current riders there. Brett Lau there. Cody Fajardo. My two favorite riders, coincidentally. BC Lions held an event last night for season ticket holders. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. People were sending me photos. Um, so the players are out doing team activities while the CBA is set to expire. Are they, are they upset? Are they not upset? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's... And, and why would 10 days ago, you've been talking for weeks, now you put forth that you want to abolish the Canadian ratio? Now? Did you think the players were going to go for this? And a 10-year CBA, that's the proposal with the salary cap not going up for 10 years? That's not a lot of confidence in themselves that they're going to be able to generate revenue. This is all from 3downnation.com, by the way, because who else is reporting on it? Well, Dan Barnes, I guess. Dan Barnes was the one. From the Edmonton Journal. Yeah, he had the thread that I was following on Twitter. And, you know, he got the, had his hands on the internal memo that went around through the, the PA. Um, so great work that they've done, you know, 3down and, and, and with Dan Barnes. But right now, like, trying to lock in a 10-year CBA with nine days, 10 days before training camp? Like, at this point, I'd be thinking... How do we negotiate to just play under the old one for the rest of this year? Because we yeah. need to play, and let's make sure we get it done next offseason. Because the one thing, when you, if, if you're trying to abolish the ratio, that's one thing. That's an issue that we can debate whether it's good for the game long-term or not and the evolution of the sport. But you're 10 days from camp, and you've got to sell tickets to Canadians in Canadian cities and trying to tell them that you're trying to get rid of the Canadian players isn't going to help you drum up a lot of support in this country. So Probably not. And I will sprinkle in some comments from the viewers as we go. Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, better make sure that prime rib is 4A Alberta beef, boys. How about that? Huh? They tried to get me at the Saddle Dome. That it's 4A beef. Stop it. Can't BS a BSer. Uh, Randy in Winnipeg says, where is the RP show next week? Stay tuned. Tune in Monday to find out. How about that? How about that? Do the owners actually think the players will agree to a CBA where they abolish the ratio? Like, why? Does somebody want to come on? on behalf of the owners or presidents and say why they're even looking at this. And when I said last, before the break, that there's a lot of good stuff going on, flying around on Twitter, and it's not the usual vitriol name-calling 
some thoughtful stuff, like Justin Sorensen, who has been on this show, or maybe it was my last show, whatever he's been on. He said, can the government not step in to what Randy Ambrosie, the commissioner, and the owners are trying to do by eliminating Canadian-designated jobs? I don't know the answer to that. I am not a labor lawyer. Do you have a... I don't... How would the government step in? Yeah, I don't know if they would with it being pro sports and and the athletes. It's not really about the Canadian jobs. It's about, you know, protecting Canadians in a Canadian game, period. It's not about the job side of it. On that side, you know, it's interesting. Like, I don't really know where the CFLPA is at on on the ratio thing. Because you have to think most of the people in the CFLPA, most of their members are not Canadian. So they are losing their jobs by having the ratio, right? Americans are losing out on opportunities by having the ratio that we have to, you know, designate all these spots. So perhaps the players might vote on the, on the, on the ratio abolishment. Well, <laughs> it looks just so bad. And do you remember, it was our second last stint here, I think, at Grey Eagle. Mark Stephen was on this stage, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and he's like, why are they not talking? Where's the CBA talks? It was about six, six to eight weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you see, Mark can say things and nobody gets mad at him. I say things and everybody gets mad at me, but I'm used to it. But here we are nine days away from camp, and you're just now, it appears, dropping, abolishing the ratio, which has been part of this league for 100 years. Just now? Mark was right. Why weren't you talking about this months ago? Because it seemed like they were like, oh, everything's fine. The issues aren't that contentious. It'll all work out. Were you lying to us then? Or did you not know? Are the owners trying to pull pull a fast one, which they always do? And the other thing that I'm seeing on Twitter from the fans is that this is getting so old. It seems like every time these CBA talks start because there's an expiring CBA, there's a threat of a lockout, there's a threat of a strike. The fans are getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of it. And then they say, Rod, you make us look bad. No, you make you look bad, CFL owners, stewards of the league, stakeholders. And on on Ambrosi, I haven't talked to him in a few years. I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. But I think that he is the front man for the owners, and he's taken all the flack. Like, who is the chairman of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Who is it? I have, I don't know either. I don't. Like, these leaders are faceless. They want to do everything from the back rooms and... Trot Ambrosi out there to face the firing squad. And I look at uh, another thing that's been going around on Twitter. Wade Miller, the president of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who, by the way, I like. But I've never worked for him. But he's always been very good to me. A Canadian special teamer in his career as a player. Went on to tremendous success in business, of course. And has led the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to back-to-back Grey Cups. He actually has stolen the mantra from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders as the marquee team in the league. And it's now Winnipeg. So Wade knows what he's doing. But the fans are saying, how can a guy that was the president of this... Who is the president of a, of a team in the CFL that made his career on the ratio, who wouldn't be in this league if it wasn't for the ratio, turn around and say, let's get rid of it. 
what do we say? That he now knows the side that his bread's buttered on? Or how, how does a guy that benefited from the ratio, Ambrosi too, turn around and say we're going to get rid of it? I don't know. Unless the private owners are pushing it. Well, we don't know who's pushing it. And we don't know where it's coming from. We know that probably MLSE has a lot of control in this or a lot of sway because of the money they throw around and, and what they own. Um, we don't know who's for it, who's against it, or or any of those those inner workings but it's a you know for the timing it's a little bit about leverage too because the players are in spots where their careers are just a finite amount of time they can only play for a few years right they don't have long careers they don't have big earning windows they don't make millions of dollars so at this point in the season if i you know right now if i said rod we're not you know these are these things or we're not going to play and you're not going to get paid again you're probably going to be more willing to concede because you need to play. So it's about leverage. Who's going to balk, right? Will the players walk and not play? I don't know. I really don't know what they're feeling. You know, if they, if they have the ability wow. financially and willingly to take a year off. By the way, I had a guy uh, this morning call me. Longtime friend. Very successful guy. And he says, it looks like you're just having the time of your life, man. Good for you. And I told you who it was. And I'm like, thank you, because I actually am. And the reason that comes up is last night here in the casino, it was bumping. There were CFL players here last night, current, and a draft choice that went this week. And I talked to them because they were laughing because the, the uh, concert had just started over here and I was heading to my room. And they're like, oh, early night, Mr. Peterson? I'm like, I'm old, guy. I'm old. I'm a, I said, you guys don't seem to be too worried about a strike. And they just kind of rolled their eyes. They're getting ready for camp. One's down, what do you say, 20 pounds. They're, 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 they're not expecting a strike. But from right? a player's perspective, they could be willing to walk and miss camp. Nobody likes training camp. The young, well, the... But the young guys, these, tried, are, these were young guys. They need, to, they need to get a spot. So they need camp to fight for their spot. Yeah. But some of the vets could be willing to walk. Nobody wants to miss games, and the owners don't want to miss games. That's where the revenue is. So all of a sudden, if the players say, well, we're not showing up for the first week of camp, then all of a sudden, whoop, the pressure's back on the owners to get something done. Um, who was it that wrote in here? Uh, Carlos watching in Indianapolis says, Rod's rant. Uh, yeah, I guess. Rod's rant, of course, for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Uh, incidentally, I said it's going to be ball for all, all day today. Last night, Moose was with me up in the penthouse here at the Gray Eagle, and there was a guy across the bar that runs a plumbing, heating, and cooling company. And he said, what do you guys do? And instead of my normal line of, we're encyclopedia salesmen which people fall for. You wouldn't believe how many times they do. But I said, we host a sports talk show. Oh, what is it? Rod Peterson show. We film it right here in the casino. He's like, come on. Yep. He goes, where can I watch it? I said, what's your cable at home? He's like, it's always the same look on their face. They have to think. Tell us. I said, we're on channel 924 every day at 10 a.m. So we're literally one viewer at a time introducing them to the show. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I said one of our great partners and sponsors is a, a plumbing, heating, and cooling company. 
in Saskatchewan, in Regina, Saskatchewan, called Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. So anyways, I told you today's going to get spicy, and it will continue after this break. Dave Dickinson, the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, coming up next hour. You're watching the RP Show live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Calgary's entertainment destination is the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. That's where we're broadcasting live from. Today's the final day of a four-week residency, but we will be back because we love it so much. A sports update before we delve headlong back into this football Friday. 53 WHL players have been named to NHL Central Scouting's final rankings ahead of the 2022 NHL Draft. Six dubsters are listed among the top 15 North American skaters, led by Winnipeg ice forwards Matthew Savoy and Connor Ginky, who are ranked fourth and fifth, respectively. Kevin Korchinski, the Seattle Thunderbirds, is the top-ranked defenseman. He's seventh. The trio is joined by Moose Jaw Warriors teammates Jagger Furkus and Denton Matejchuk, and Swift Current Broncos defenseman Owen Pickering in the top 15 North American skaters. Ontario, I haven't forgot about you. Shane Wright of the Kingston Frontenac is the number one ranked skater for the NHL draft in July. The Toronto Maple Leafs will continue their first round playoff series with the Lightning in Tampa tonight. The Leafs dropped a 5-3 decision to the Bolts in Game 2 and are entering Game 3 with a series tied 1-1. Also tonight, the Oilers are in Los Angeles for Game 3. That series tied 1-1. Saw it on Twitter today. Evander Kane has more goals than the entire Flames team through two games. How about that? And what else we got? Kevin Gosman will head to the mound for the Toronto Blue Jays as they continue their series with the Guardians in Cleveland tonight. The Blue Jays are coming off a 6-5 loss to Cleveland Thursday and have now lost three of their last four. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap, Brewhouse, and drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, the moose is loose and he's here. Hi, Moose. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you saw, but I've been surfing Twitter. The, in the last hour, the CFL has responded to the ratio thing, the league, and there's something from Dave Naylor. So the CFL said in a graphic here on Twitter, Canadian players are the lifeblood of the CFL game, along with the veteran American players who make a career here. That will not change. That's from the CFL. Now, Dave Naylor earlier this morning Talked about, you know, according to sources, full elimination of the Canadian ratio and veteran American ratio in the CFLPA memo uh, reference to coaches being allowed to deploy players in-game without restrictions, not the elimination of Canadians from the roster. So it's about they want to eliminate mandating Canadians on the field, but still making sure that there's Canadians on the roster. And they're just getting around to this now. I Am I missing something? Please tell me I'm missing something. That it, they, Why does it always have to go down to the 11th hour? But think about it. You just went through free agency. You just signed players. You know, you want to have Canadians in certain positions. And now all of a sudden you're saying, I don't matter anymore. Start as many Americans yeah. as you want. So your whole off-season plan, Mr. Rod Peterson, the general manager of whatever team you're general managing, 
All that work you did to make sure you had Canadians in key spots, doesn't matter anymore. Well, they did change the rules on the coaches 16 days before training camp. <laughs> right? So I wouldn't put anything past these guys at all. But I think what it also comes down to, I said this to Moose, and then I'm going to get to your comments. I started in this perilous trade for $900 a month. I've said it on the air before, but I'll read it again or say it again for the benefit of those that weren't watching the last time I said it. I'm reading a news story on the radio on CKBI Prince Albert. The poverty line has been set at $21,000 per year annual salary. I'm like, I make $11,000 a year and the poverty line is $21,000 a year? How bad do you want to play football, guys? Like, for instance, Matlin Riley, first-round pick of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. U of S Husky, Melford boy. We learned from Arash Madani this morning that Matlin's hanging it up. Uh, I'd have to go back and look at the exact tweet from Arash, but that Matlin Riley has decided it's not worth it. And he's a young man. So I go back and forth between the two. I told you, I just talked to a couple of CFL players last night here. I'm not going to even say what team they're with. But they're excited about the season. How bad do you want to play ball? That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to give up. There's nothing else that I wanted to do. That's what it comes down to. You know, and there'll always be players. But there's not a lot of options for football players, you know, uh, to play football. I was going to say, there's a lot of options, but they just don't always involve They don't always involve playing yeah. football or being around the game. Not as many as there is in other sports. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But also, you know, with these teams, too, Tough to go find players that are ready to go this short of notice, too. It's, that's always tough. Um, that becomes the team's problem, not our the, problem. Exactly. Not my problem, bro. So that sounds like a you problem. A rash. God, just follow him on Twitter just for the entertainment. He took that CFL statement that you read yeah. and post damage control underway after losing the narrative. Uh, here it is from Arash three hours ago. Per sources, Matlin Riley, Saskatchewan's first-round pick in 2020, is leaning toward leaving football. Riley likely on to a career in engineering, leaving on his own terms, health intact. Good for him. Good kid. Uh, I've interviewed him. I don't know him, but I'll say it again. I mean, these CFL leaders, it's why I'm so over it. Rod! Rod makes us look bad. Nope. You make you look bad. It is a three-ring circus clown show. And you deserve everything that you're getting. Okay? To the text line, 902-518-3033. Pick up the phone and text RP. 902-518-3033. From Metal Shingle Guy. He writes in uh, from the sweatpants capital he's watching. He says, 10-year, no increase. LOL. That's the proposal from the CFL owners to the players. A new CBA will last 10 years. Salary cap's not going to go up. In what world would you accept that? He goes on to say, that's like Randy asking JT, Justin Trudeau, for $150 million. It gets better. Oh, my. Ottawa, we would like $150 million from you to cover the losses from the CFL caused by COVID. They're like, get stuffed. <laughs> Randy says, we'll take 30. 
Uh, and Metal Shingle Guy goes on to say... We'll give you zero. We'll take it. <laughs> Metal Shingle Guy goes on to say, I say the cream rises to the top, Canadian or American. Open it up. CFL had all Americans in 1994. No, they didn't. The Canadian teams had a ratio. The U.S. teams did not. Very CFL-ish. We're going to take a break and come back with more of this fun and frivolity. And Dave Dickinson of the Calgary Stampeders joining us in Hour 2. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live. And, of course, if you've missed any of the show, you can always catch the podcasts wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. We're broadcasting live from beautiful Sutina Nation, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's our final day after a wonderful four-week residency. And I feel like in this particular segment, Taco Time Viewer Takeover, it'll continue to get spicy. We're so excited to have Taco, board, uh, Taco Time aboard for the long haul. Canadians love local. Go loco! Eat local. Taco Time uses fresh ingredients sourced in Canada. Our beef, chicken, cheddar cheese, sour cream, and Mexi fries are all made in Canada. It's interesting. A lot of stuff going on. It's a great We reserve Fridays for football. And the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson, is going to be with us here in hour two. There's some good, really good comments coming in. Um, Jason and Red Deer, the more I pay attention to the CFL and you talking about it, Rod, the more I understand why so many people think it's a joke. Really feel for the players and the coaches. We're not going to get into any of this with Dave Dickinson an hour or two, by the way. I have, And actually, I would love your questions, too. But I really want to get into why Great Falls, Montana is the football capital of the United States Northwest. My cousin Christine's watching in Madison Hat. And she says, I, for one, love the CFL just the way it is. If we can bring Moose in, I think we do all. Yeah, of course. Right? But if what we've heard is the owners are proposing some distasteful changes. We've just changed the rules, nine rule changes. I don't know why. Yeah, you love it, Chris, as do I, but apparently they don't. Now, the CFL Players Association has, I don't know if you got the email or not, I did. They're having a media availability this afternoon to address the latest developments. He and I are going to be and a capital SUV on the way to the mountains. Sort it out, guys. Get back to us. Sort it out. I'm out. Two, two interesting things. This is the most interactive show on television, as you know. And that's what makes it so fun. The Moj. Do you know Bob Barjanovich? Yeah. The Moj? Yeah. Of course you do. You're at Super Bowl with me. Moj is the voice of the BC Lions. And he took me around a party at, Great, uh, at Super Bowl where I didn't know anybody. I knew one guy, Chris Carter. And Moj is like, Every, Solomon Wilcox, this is Rod Peterson. Longtime voice of the Rough Riders has his own show now. That's the way Bob talks, as you know. Big it was a cig- yeah. <laughs> It was a cigar party. Ron Jaworski, Jaws, let me introduce you to my friend Rod Peterson. Moj is a good guy. 
So he tweets this morning, what's your reaction to the BC Lions having one Republic play the home opener? Personally, I think it sends a signal that Amar Doman is all in, and I love it. This is Moj doing what we call bait and switch. <laughs> Rome is burning, but we got one Republic for the home opener. What do we think about that? Oh, great. Uh, I invented it. Interesting. Uh, I think that's great. I'm a fan of Canadian acts. I don't think one Republic is, but we're not going down that road. Not today. Right. I'd rather have Gordon Lightfoot play halftime of the Super Bowl than Garth Brooks. I'm not joking. Really? Oh, yeah. Got to be Canadian. Or global. Keith Urban is from Australia. He qualifies as a global. He's a global. Can he punt? Because we love Australians. From the Mark cast in Seattle. He's asking if the USFL should take a chance on Colin Kaepernick. Broadcaster Brock Heward thinks so. He was on the Mark cast. That's one thing I want to talk to Dave Dickinson about when he joins us next hour. And we'll ask him your questions too, but... I don't think Kaepernick's coming to the CFL. I wonder if Dave thinks he should, and if Cap should go to the USFL. God knows there's enough spring leagues now. What do you think? Yeah, I if you're think, Cap, no, not happening. No, why? His brand's big enough. Now it's about the brand. It's not necessarily. And yet, you know what? I, I should p- correct myself. If he loves football, he should play wherever somebody will give him an opportunity. If he just wants to continue to build his career. His Last brand, minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. Then he's got to stay away and continue to do what he's doing and, and think it's like, Are football. you about football or are you not about football is what you're saying. Yeah, do you want to play or do you want to just keep growing? Gray Poupon watching. Ticats fan. Gray Poupon in the chat says, who's One Republic? Listen, you have to understand that's not a One Republic problem. That's a you problem. Just go Google One Republic songs. For instance, Kaleo played here last night. They're saying potentially the biggest attended show ever at Great Eagle. And I'm like, who's Kaleo? Uh, Darren's like, soundtrack from James Bond. That was a Rod problem, not a Kaleo problem. Correct? Yeah. Figure it out. So anyways, we'll get to your comments and more. And again, Dave Dickinson in hour two. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus TV. And we'll be right back after this brief pause. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 